0: Hey, everybody, this is Mike from The Cut. Just want to let you know real quick that if you're hearing this message, you will not be hearing any music tracks during our episode. This is because you're not listening to us on Spotify. Only on Spotify can we play the music track. So if you're listening to us anywhere else, totally fine. Just want to let you know why there's no music. Now, without any further ado, let's get the show started. On this week's episode of The Cut... Uh,
1: they're just kind of... they're, they're Yeah, like, they're like Diet Godsmack, which is not good <laughs> already. <laughs> So it's all like zero. It's almost like getting a Lacroix with less flavor.
0: With even less flavor.
1: Yeah. Like they made it with the apple in the same room, but that's about it. <laughs>
0: Welcome to The Cut Music, we are your hosts, Mike and The Moosh And Brad
2: And Brad
0: Yeah Sweet So today, uh, this is probably going, like, with music included Maybe not on our non-musical episode, but if you're listening on Spotify with the music tracks included This is probably going to be our longest episode, even longer than uh, our Scottish bangers (laughs) one. Oh yeah because today we're doing live, 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 live,
2: question mark.
0: And there's going to be, you know, some of these tracks uh, that we wanted to play. Like there's going to be uh, conversations that the band is having with the audience. There's going to be some of the audience like cheer for a while. And we just we, we have some long tracks. So strap in, everybody. It's going to be a while. Strap in, strap on.
2: Stay do a what while and listen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Stay a while and listen. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I've been obsessed with Diablo Four recently. Oh, I just beat the out? campaign. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Anyway, <laughs> we're gonna stray off topic real fast.
0: Yeah, I I don't even know what you guys are, are talking about. But actually, someone on topic with music though. Uh, Moose, did you like sm- like roll out of bed and like smack your head on the floor or something this week?
2: Uh, yeah, you could say that. Um, I have been obsessed. With a band called Spirit Box. they're a, a metal band i i don't I don't know anything about them except they have a female vocalist who has a wonderful angel voice and then also an incredible scream <laughs> like she growls, she screams, it is so sick, and I'm just in love with it the entire the entire concept of the uh the band is amazing to me yeah you
0: you were texting me i think you texted me like two clips of spirit box and then like one or two other bands that are that are sort of the same and i just i was i was wondering if there was something wrong with you because what like this is very different for you usually like you you, you've listened to slipknot and corn and shit like that and like after we're done playing them you're like yeah that doesn't do anything for me so i think i i think i just i think i discovered something though Mm -hmm. They have the same, at least spirit box. What I heard from what you sent, they have a similar formula to slipknot. I don't think the instrumentals are as good, but, uh, like the same sort of energy and they break up the screaming with very good vocals, very good singing, Mm. uh, which is why I love slipknot and, you know, disturbed and Ramstein and stuff like that. Uh, I'm starting to believe that like you love that formula as long as it's a female doing it.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: like if Me? a male gets on there, like you like your males high and whiny and your females deep <laughs> and like growling.
2: Listen, I'm not here to, you know,
0: that Lilith, confirm
2: or nor deny any accusations,
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but yes. <laughs> oh, okay. But yes.
2: But yes. So like yeah, the other bands I sent you, uh Ginger is another that's J I N J E R, another one that I discovered. Uh freaking amazing. That that was fantastic. Same kind of formula as Spirit Box. And then Nita Strauss came up and she did a song with uh David Draymond from Disturbed. Oh really? She fucking wails on the guitar. Huh. Like Nita Strauss fucking shreds, dude. Like it was Did you send me that one? I did, yeah.
0: Okay. I don't recall it, it, yeah. It.
2: She, yeah, she fucking shreds, and I was just so blown away by, like, I, I think Tenacious D said it best: is that like all these other genres try to bring down the metal, but the metal, like, lives on.
0: Yeah, you, you, and I've always
2: tried, like, in my in my heart, to just like push down the metal. Like, no, I'm metal's not for me. I'm not a metalhead. I'm not a metal head. But I think I
0: am. Yeah, you're you're getting a pacemaker. You're putting some metal in your heart. (laughs) Oh God! And and we appreciate it, but
2: and I I think I think the one thing that really draw like drew me to it, uh, is the screams, like just the screaming, like the way like the tone and the way that um, uh, Courtney like what's her last name, uh, Lebante. Yeah, from Spirit Box. The lead singer, the female singer, Courtney LaPlante from Spirit Box. Her vocals and her scream is so like on point that I just like love it. Absolutely love it.
0: All right. Well, we're not playing any of that stuff today, but maybe that no. maybe maybe these female led uh uh metal bands will come up a bit more often moving forward. As we said, today we are doing live and with this being a very long episode, let's jump into it. So first off, follow us on Twitter and YouTube at TheCutMusic1. Send us an email to info at Music one at TheCutMusic.com. Or if you're a band and would like to be featured or interviewed on the show or be showcased, whatever the case, uh, or uh, whatever the circumstance you're looking for, send us an email to press, that is P-R-E-S-S at TheCutMusic.com. And for everything else, TheCutMusic.com if you haven't figured that out.
2: TheCutMusic.com.
0: Um, So this usually we like to do Twitter polls for these things, but Mm -hmm. uh, because we each get three and we want to leave the, uh, you know, the 10th pick, which we play first on the show up to the audience and we usually put a poll out and vote. But this week, uh, we the three of us agreed that we should kick this episode off with what uh, an artist, a few artists, because it's a collection of them that we all love. Uh and this is probably one of, if not the greatest live guitar solos of all time. And if you know what this is, you'll agree with us. If you don't know what this is, you're welcome. Uh this is actually uh from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, and I believe they were in they were inducting the Beatles. And uh it was Tom Petty, Jeff Lynn, uh Steve Winwood, and most notably Prince on the lead guitar mm. pulling off the solos performing while my guitar gently weeps alright so first off RIP oh, Prince and Tom Petty yes yeah. god damn it's, it's fucking criminal that we don't have
1: more songs with Prince shredding
0: I, I a lot of people don't know. I mean, I know he showed off at the Super Bowl in what, like O two or something like that. But my I, look, favorite Super Bowl halftime. I think it was O two. But I, look, listening to this is is great. But I highly recommend you Watching. go watch. The, yes, yes, you got to watch the YouTube video because Prince actually doesn't come on. I, I was actually timing it. He comes on three minutes and thirty seconds in the initial solos. I forget who. I, I don't remember who was actually doing the solos for the first three and a half minutes. But he goes from three and a half minutes, and this song is six minutes and 20 seconds long. And the rest of that lead guitar that you hear is Prince. He comes out with his red hat. And I don't know who it is, but there's a guy, and he's got like, I think it's like long hair that's kind of like parted around his face. And he's playing an acoustic, and I think he's doing backup vocals. He's standing next to Tom Petty. And you can just see this guy in shock watching (laughs) Prince. Uh, I don't know who he is. Maybe are somebody you talking famous about,
2: somebody uh Donnie Harrison, George Harrison's son. Oh, he's is that endless. who that was? Yeah. So yeah, that I wanted to mention that because he plays an acoustic guitar and he's like he's just floored by all of these um people, all of these huge musicians, Tom Petty, you know, Steve Winwood, like all these major musicians that have been around forever just celebrating his father, really. Yeah. And I mean,
0: Donnie looks
2: just like George Harrison, like uncanny. Looks yeah, now to mention like, it. Yeah, look like I wasn't was like, sure I, that was I, him.
0: Yeah. I I never watched. I I've never seen that rock and roll uh, Hall of Fame like induction program like oh, that I year. Have. So uh, oh, okay, I, have. I haven't seen that. I've only seen the video, so I didn't know who that was. I just I I always love when I watch this video watching George Harrison's son. Now that I know just uh in awe of he's got this smile yeah he's
2: just like he's just taking in every second of this like performance and he's just i mean it's the same like kind of four chords towards the end you know repeating and like to have prince just fucking shredding just going. i mean just going ham like and i love the way prince plays guitar like his hands, like he just got these big old lanky fingers that just like fly all over the the uh, fretboard. It's amazing to watch. Yeah, I, this is definitely great. one of my favorite performances ever on, on, that I've seen on Absolutely. TV. Absolutely, and that's why so the crowd phenomenal.
0: doesn't get a pick. I mean yeah. Tom Tom Petty did, did did great as well. So the rest of the you know the lesser known musicians like I don't think the drummer was anybody famous unless you want to correct me on that. <laughs> like oh no that's this guy. I don't I don't think I ever I don't think I recognize the drummer. But Jeff Lynne uh, Jeff Lynn on those highs. J- yeah it, that sh- it, it it sounded so great. And once again everybody we are doing live. I mean there are certainly probably better guitar solos on albums that probably took a hundred takes like this was a live performance oh and he didn't rehearse prince didn't rehearse for this mm. he literally came out on stage i thought um, i heard or that. before
2: before yeah before the performance they said yo is uh, prince are you gonna come out and do the show or you know do the solo and he's like yeah i'll take care of the solo like don't worry about it he <laughs> never rehearsed came out fucking shredded and then lit left left the uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame immediately afterwards. He said, like, don't he worry, out, the revolution's the got show. you. Yeah, he came <laughs> out, did the solo, and then blouses, fucked off to wherever bitch. else he had going on. Gay blouses. He didn't even rehearse. He just came out and fucking sh- like Prince is so... Big
0: dick energy. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, yeah. With Before, that red that hat. That was a
2: thing, yeah.
0: I th- yeah, he's wearing a red hat, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that yeah. performance. Oh, man. Yeah, great performance. I highly suggest you guys uh, look this up on YouTube to actually get just a watch Prince. Like he's not looking at his guitar; he's like staring up in the ceiling, having—I mean, he's still there for oh. like three minutes, having a three-minute orgasm, and then he yeah. then he does the fake pass out and like leans back at some point. Uh, like it's 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 uh, phenomenal. It is phenomenal. It is phenomenal. So uh, that uh, that is the crowd pick, even though the crowd didn't get to pick. We chose that for was you. a unanimous. Yeah, they they would have picked
1: that. it. I have faith in them.
0: Yeah, if you didn't pick it, you're wrong.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man.
0: On <laughs> uh, on since uh, <laughs> a few weeks ago, like they uh, they chose they chose Tom Sawyer in second place over Jump.
1: A little insane, but I mean they got they got a good pick overall.
0: Overall, the, yeah, the audience does take on me, but I mean they're really like. They're really proving the point so far that like communism is is better than democracy. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the wrong shit happens.
2: Um, I all don't right. know, man. What what? I I like Tom Sawyer.
0: It's a great yeah, better than jump. For, I, I don't think about for synth. Yeah, I enjoy Tom Sawyer better than jump. I I think drums obviously, but like for synth, I don't know. I just I never thought of Tom Sawyer as I don't think of Tom Sawyer when I think of synth but uh i, I don't right. think
2: I really don't think of any classic rock song when I think of synth They go straight to e d m go straight to the source, man I think i, of, like, I mean stranger sep- things
0: sep- separate ways, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, separate ways perfect
0: sticks sticks, yeah, yeah. so which, which one we- of you guys wanna take the reins here I can which the- actually which one of you think you got something that's like in this vein so we can keep the 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 flow going uh,
2: I got something I have a song that or a live performance that came out the same year but not the same vein ah I got I got two that I'd be willing to put in there but I I think
1: yeah I think we'll go with uh, Let's Dance uh, by David Bowie at the Glastonbury in 2000 rest in peace another one Uh, I love Bowie and this is really a. I mean it's I couldn't imagine being there live.
2: By the I, end of like, this episode, we're going to sound like DJ Khaled because of all the artists that have passed away. And oh. DJ one. Khaled! And, and another one. <laughs> and, and another, another one. one. <laughs> yeah, I
1: was thinking about that when I was putting this list together. I was like, man, well, okay, uh, yeah. find something. I mean, and one of the other struggles I came up with was finding like actual live music on... Spotify, because YouTube's really the way to go on that. It is. It yeah, you really can find
0: a, you can find much better shit. Like uh, a lot of the collaborations that Mush and I've discussed, like the uh, Alicia Keys and John Mayer uh, mm-hmm. uh, oh, God, collab, perfect mix, mashup songs. Like, unfortunately, we'll never be able to play them on here. Ah. Yeah. I
2: looked for Taylor Swift. I couldn't really find a good Taylor Swift
0: live performance
2: that's on Spotify. Hmm, which is criminal because it's everywhere else <laughs> yeah it's real,
0: literally everywhere else yeah real quick before we play this song are we at a point where we we currently have a ban on adele taylor swift lincoln park and zeppelin Uh huh. Mm-hmm. i think the ban on zeppelin should stand for a little bit longer but i think the previous three can be released
2: i think if yeah if it's appropriate for that episode, yeah, I think we can, we can bring it back.
0: Poor, poor Adele has been waiting outside in the parking lot, setting fire to the rain, smoking cigarettes for, <laughs> like, months. We haven't had Adele on for months because we had her did- on so much in the beginning. We did. But, okay. All right. So, ban is lifted on all but Zeppelin.
2: Okay. Speaking of Adele, real quick, I did not know that her and James Corden were so close, like, as friends. Like, the last episode of James Corden, the Late Late Show with James Corden, they did a um, a, a, a car, carpool karaoke with Adele, and she was so sad that he was leaving back to the United Kingdom.
0: That's because uh, she didn't want to be anywhere near him. That's what I say. This. She was hoping to keep him over here. <laughs> yeah, she wanted to keep him <laughs> on the other side of the pond. <laughs>
1: she saw cats.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh no. I purposely did not see cats just so I could not ruin my future. Um But no, like her and James Corden are like really close friends. Like they were like tearing up the fact that like he's going home and I can't just go home, blah 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 blah
1: Well you can go back to England and abuse the wait staff there. <laughs> I was, I was fucking. I was, as soon as you brought up James Corden, His moose, wife I wife had was,
0: allergies. <laughs> <laughs> as soon allergies. as you brought him up, I'm just counting down in my head. Brad's gonna bring it up. I know he's gonna bring it up. <laughs> he's got to bring it up. But you know what we can do right now? We can, uh, we can go over to Bowie and uh, let's dance.
2: Yes. So we shall.
1: Ah. Uh. I got a little fun fact for you. Ooh, that was a fact there's,
0: there's first fact.
1: Absolutely. But guess who was the session guitarist for that song? Who? Stevie Ooh. Ray Vaughan.
0: Oh, no shit.
1: shit. At 28 years old, it was uh little not known, really, other than doing like festivals and stuff like that. Uh, Bowie brought him on for that album. Uh, Let's Dance.
2: Holy oh, for n- Not shit. the live performance, though.
1: No, not the live performance, but oh, the original okay. song. He was the session guitarist for it in recording. I
2: was going to say, because I was like, I'm pretty sure Steve Ray Vaughn died before 2000. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, no, not. Unfortunately, <laughs> I mean, it would have been even cooler yeah. of a live song. But, oh, man, that song is a bop. It's got everything. It's It hits so many different highs that you you, you just... If you didn't, if you to listen to that song for the first time, you don't know where it's going until it goes.
0: Yeah, because yeah. Uh, he's got he conveyed Bowie conveys so much emotion in that first like minute and a half. Oh, uh, it, it sounds like it's about to be a love ballad, and then it's like, nah, fuck it, let's party.
2: Yeah,
1: uh, I just I love everything about David Bowie. It, I like
2: I like Let's Dance because it it like teeters on the the high wire of being both. Like new wave funk uh, type of sound, mm-hmm. like it kind of it kind of feels like that '80s kind of new wave sound, but then also has all that funk and '70s sound. But then, like I've heard covers of it, and he kind of did it a little bit in this performance that was way more like jazzy.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because so it was like more all it was, over, the, it, it's, it's everywhere. Like, yeah, and I mean Bowie, he's just not afraid to do. Something different. Every album is going to be different.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. There, there, was I, I, I think it's. I probably could count confidently like three different genres of music that were in this. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you even had a little bit of disco in there. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like ju- just the let's dance part—that's very like disco reminiscent. And then you had the fuck guitar. You had the kind of eighties love ballad going on in the in the very beginning. Uh, yeah, fucking Bowie. Another RIP. Oh man. Moosh, are well, are you gonna like bring us back to life with uh, no I'm gonna I'm gonna roll roll <laughs> along this uh this
2: uh, uh in memoriam train that we're on right now.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, you got a good segue.
2: Yeah. So you mentioned Steve Ray Vaughn. One of my picks is actually uh Mr. SRV himself. Uh this was him playing live at Carnegie Hall and I just I was listening to this whole performance. It's a fan. I mean, Steve Ray Vaughan's one of my all time favorites. He really inspired me to play guitar, and his style of guitar is so just iconic. Him, it, yeah, iconic. It's it's. I mean, he draws a lot of inspiration from you know, um, Jimi Hendrix and earlier sixties kind of like uh, rockers the Who and that kind of that kind of vein. But just his blues is otherworldly. His his guitar playing is otherworldly. Uh, this song is Lenny, and I would say, if I remember correctly, almost the entire song is just him, and then you just hear audience, and it's he doesn't miss a beat. He doesn't miss a single note, and it's live, and it's just fucking phenomenal. This is uh, Steve Ray Vaughan with Lenny.
0: Shut the fuck up, dude. I I think I heard that twice between minute three and four. Yeah. (laughs) I
2: love that you can hear everything in this. Like you hear every time he like, um, so he's playing a Fender Stratocaster that he's named Lenny, which is the song title, which is named after his wife, Lenora. I bring that up because on a Fender Stratocaster, there's a little switchy switch that switches between the different pickups of the guitar. And you can hear him, like, flipping between different pickups to get different tones out of his guitar. And then the use of the whammy bar that gives you that wah 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 type of sound. Where he, like, I don't even know what, like, how to explain it. But, like, he uses that so much throughout the entire song. And it's just so perfect. Everything he did in this song was just so, like, heartfelt. And it was just pure and just straight, like... He like wasn't on this plane of existence. He did not hear the audience yelling "Shut the fuck up." He was just. Yeah, it sounded laying. like
0: there was a there was like a, a fight brewing back there. One thing I love about Vaughn and Hendrix is the use of harmonics. Oh yeah, Th- like that 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 whole seven minutes was filled with them, and I love that tone. Yeah, and I can I can tell when he's hitting the the twelfth harmonics because it's very prominent in Little Wing. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I this might have been in the same key as Little Wing. I heard a lot of similar notes to that song. I don't um, know, but so like,
2: fun fact between the differences between uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Hendrix. Hendrix played in standard tuning, um, you know, regular E A D G. B, Eddie, a. E, dynamite.
0: Yes. Goodbye, Eddie. Yeah.
2: Uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan always plays half a step down.
0: Oh. So hmm. it's
2: always E flat, A flat, you know, D flat, etc um because he uses heavier gauge strings so they don't break as often. And so
0: he can yeah, get that Yeah, cuz he plucks heavier, you can tell he's plucking tongue. the shit out of those strings, especially there towards the end.
2: Yeah. Yeah, he goes ham on guitar and he has to get heavier strings so they don't break under his fucking massive, you know, sausage fingers going at it. <laughs> <laughs> And he tunes it down so there's less tension. So he always, all of his songs are in like E flat or A flat or, you know, et cetera. Ah, that was great. Yeah. God, I just, I can listen to Steve
0: Ray Vaughan all day. And yeah. how? Another, another, another RIP. So uh, keeping total here, we're at four, four. RIPs. Yeah. yeah. Petty, yeah. Prince, Bowie, and now Stevie Ray Vaughn. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. All right. I will go to a band that is alive. And no, I'm not talking about Pearl Jam. (laughs) (laughs) Hi. Actually, all of my picks are still living. Still bands that are still doing things. Now, I got to preface this uh, because I went on a rant uh, a while back. I mean, I don't rant very often. (laughs) Uh, Mm. Okay. Okay. On the show? (laughs) Or in person. Ah. Oh.
2: That's a lie.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) He's a very opinionated person. I don't think we've ever had a single conversation
0: you didn't. You're both wrong.
3: (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: And you're Mm -hmm. liars. And I don't Mm -hmm. appreciate it. He's got an opinion about it, I
0: think. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, I got an opinion about both of you. He's going to go on a rant about our opinions.
2: (laughs) Of his opinions.
0: Well, your opinions suck. (laughs) I, I mean it's fine to have your own opinions. Just know that you're wrong. That's all I ask. I mean, <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't think I was asking for too much. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Oh Lord. Now that that's out of the way, Help me uh, to give me strength. I went on a rant about shinedown at some point and they're not a band that I love, even the radio shit. But I did say that the, one of the worst sounding concerts I went to before muse was uh, <laughs> about Muse already. and Muse and before Muse, Muse was Shine Down opening for Godsmack. Oh, and
1: God, that sounds horrible all the way beginning to
2: end. Yeah, that that does not sound like a concert I would pay for. Yeah, that
1: sounds like. Did you
2: did you T-
0: have tickets were to tw- go to that? Tickets were twenty bucks.
2: That's still too much. They paid and you twenty I, bucks to go see free that. Free tickets well, would have been a profit. I didn't, for I didn't
0: pay for it, Brad. Our short and stout friend over in Colorado did. Ah. And so he had an extra one. And look, Godsmack's got, got a few songs that I love, but the problem is they didn't play any of them. <laughs> they were the closer. They didn't play, they played, uh, obviously they played songs I recognized, but like they didn't play any of the fucking songs. And where Shinedown Ain't fucked that up.
2: Bitch.
0: Yeah, right. And Shinedown was on before them. And where Shinedown fucked up was they played the first verse, first, ber- first verse, chorus, and then first verse of their amazing acoustic cover. Of uh, Simple Man. They got a, oh, great, yeah. cover I, I like, a great cover of Simple Man. I enjoy that it, cover. I'll but they only back. played through the second verse of it and then it's the lyrics? Huh? They forget. No, the they just they stopped. They straight up just stopped. And the crowd was cheering. <laughs> We're waiting for them to continue the song. They don't. They jump into an acoustic version of their inner sandman, which is a great song, forty five. 45 is an amazing song, but I don't want to hear the acoustic version when I'm going to see you at a fucking rock concert. Yeah. Okay? What they should have played yeah. was 45, the full fucking version, because there's just something about 6-8 time in a rock song like this. That just, it slaps it, c- Yeah, it, it turns the mosh pit into a waltz. <laughs> yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> Why do all these mosh pit people have roses in their teeth? I don't yeah, understand. That's not a wall. That's the,
2: the is that flamenco. The flamenco. Wa-
0: flamenco. And Wait, that's also can't not a of any dancer have a rose in their mouth? Uh, no. No. Okay. Not. All right. Then it was a fucking daffodil. Oh, I'll, Okay. Okay. We'll take daffodil. We'll daffodil, take daffodil, it daffodil is. All right. Anyway, this is live from uh, the Washington State <laughs> Arena. I think. Came out quite a few years ago. This is 45. That's the performance I wanted, but apparently not the one I deserved. (laughs) I don't... I didn't care
2: for his vocals in that live performance. Okay. And I didn't like how many times he asked the audience or told the audience that it was their turn to sing. And then continue I love to sing. that,
0: no, 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 that it's, it's fine
2: me. it's fine when it's like done like if you just kind of like find the moment where the audience is gonna take over and you just step back but he's like hey it's all you and then you wait a second and then you keep singing it's just like is it all them or was it not all them like I felt no, like it, I, it's a little mixed messages
0: There, no he stopped what are you talking about a couple times mm-hmm. okay that's my favorite part of the song. <laughs> are are the parts. like I we talked multiple, about? it. I'm just I just saying love, it was multiple times. I'm good with it because that's intoxicating for me. Like I love and like my my one of my picks. I don't know if it's gonna be my next one or my last one. Uh, the like is the song that I listened to when I was about nineteen or twenty and fell in love with crowd participation for stuff like that. Like yeah, I like I'm, I'm, not, I'm
2: not against crowd participation. I just I feel like there was just too much in this song. Never too much.
0: <laughs> Never like too cowbell. Much. Ah, yeah, you can't have it. You can't get enough of it. And that fucking the there, drums there is, in this song. There is mm, too much because if there is
2: too much, because if I'm singing the entire time and then the singer's not singing and he just says it's all you, and then he just steps away and doesn't. And we just sing the entire song. It's like, why am I paying for a concert that I'm performing?
0: <laughs> but he said, it's all you. And they yelled another life. And that was, and then he came. I'm just saying. You said oh. there's not too much. Uh, all right. Brad, what'd you think? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, it's It's a good song.
1: God, you guys suck. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Shinedown. I'm
0: not either, but I can respect what a band that I don't really care too much for does something incredible. I, I, I and definitely I think love it's a good live
1: performance. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's, I mean, same with Stained. That's because that's who they remind me of. Shinedown reminds me of Stained and then Stained does a really mm-hmm. good live concert.
0: Shinedown reminds you of Stained?
1: Yeah, they're just kind of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: Kind of what? Uh, they're, they're just kind of,
1: they're, they're yeah, like, they're like Diet Godsmack, which is not good <laughs> already, so not it's tonight, all like, zero. <laughs> it's almost like getting a LaCroix with less flavor.
0: With even less flavor.
1: Yeah, like they made it with the apple in the same room, but that's about it. <laughs> And that's that's always been the vibe I got from there. There was like quite a bit of bands that fit that like a hey, we're like Godsmack, but yeah, little, uh, l- little we're, like more like a, we're more like we're more like a
0: God scrape.
1: Yeah, <laughs> well, and I I think I'd put Stained above Godsmack, but they all fit in that same little envelope of music where I'm like that could go somewhere and I wouldn't miss it.
0: No, 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 totally. And like I said, <laughs> I went to this concert because it was free. But yeah. like I said, even if there's a band that I don't like, if I find that they do something extraordinary and I fucking love this. That makes it suck even more, though, because you, if you if you liked this
1: live performance and then you get to go and see them live and they completely just.
0: Yes. Shit. I'm the, the victim here is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah,
1: that would have made me never like the band ever again.
0: I, I will never go see either one of those bands. The only cool thing, and and I think you've mentioned this a, a few times, Brad, that Godsmack did was the dueling drum
1: Oh, that is solos. very, very cool. That is one Sully, of the coolest Sully, things Sully, I've ever seen.
0: Yes, yeah, Sully. See, but that's what I'm saying. Like, And I actually, like, Godsmack has, like, two albums that I like. But, uh, you know, sometimes a band that you don't really care for, and we've said this before, too. Like, sometimes there's a band that you don't really care for. And then you see them live, mm. and then you love them. Yeah, and I, I, I didn't expect that from Shine Down, and I, and like I, Godsmack nowadays over the last like ten years doesn't even sound like Godsmack at all. They're completely different. They kind of went a disturbed route. Um, it's but, still bad. It's do, like you, do you guys remember
2: a band that came out uh, shortly after Shine Down and Godsmack and all these other kind of? I don't know. Mediocre hard, They're like hard, hard rock. Rock, yeah. Mediocre hard rock is what I'll play. It's what like what
1: K-Lite, it. but it's got guitar.
2: Do you remember Finger Eleven? Yeah,
0: yeah. That's
2: another like. Gar. I just I couldn't. They had that or one Five song Finger Death
1: that, Punch. It's like the heavier version of this. <laughs> yeah, it's just like.
2: It's I don't like know, man. Like, there's room something. It's like it's like commercial, commercialized hard rock. Like they they wanted to be more badass than they were, but they were held back because they, they it's like wanted Chad to sell the music. Like,
1: Chad like made rock. for Chads.
0: <laughs> that, <laughs> not Cho- not Chads fit. and Chodes. Chads and Chodes. Chad, you know, oh, like. <laughs>
2: I hope that doesn't take off, but Chad. Rock Every fits. beta
1: house has got one of these going. <laughs> it's like, coming to the party, bro. We got shine down, God finger eleven, and of course five finger cunt. Po- I did finger <laughs> death five punch.
3: Finger gun punch. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oops. <laughs> oh, I'm not bleeping it. I don't oh care.
1: See you next Tuesday,
0: Punch. Sorry. <laughs> Pal right in the kisser. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> okay, so this is angry white male college student rock yeah. is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. This, this yeah. is Woodstock 99, like, yeah. anthems. Got, yeah. got it. Got it. Oh okay. And can we just throw Limp Biscuit and Kid Rock and MGK in there as well? I oh, mean, if K it's going to be terrible music that
1: you want to seal away, yeah, it's fine. I wouldn't put them in the same genre. It's like their own little genre. It's who Shine Down, Finger Eleven, and all of them. It's all like I don't even know what they call this. It just feels like Chad. It almost works. feels like, like I don't like it,
2: but I it it fits.
0: <laughs> I think if you're going to be serious about it, you you would call it hard rock because it's, there wasn't a lot of hard rock back then. That was like this is like the new metal age. This is and... the guy that
1: brings a guitar to the party, but instead of doing Wonderwall, he just tries to like sing. He's rock, yeah, oh. <laughs> <laughs> with his acoustic hey, guitar. Do you, uh, hey, do he's
0: <laughs> like, hey, do you know how to play any like? Uh, do you know how to play any like Metallica or anything? It's like, yeah, but I got an original that I wrote, and I want you guys to hear it. It's like,
1: like... Metallica; you're gonna love it. And then everyone <laughs> goes, no.
0: No. I was like, "Oh, happen.
2: okay. <laughs> um, hey, uh, my rights here. Gotta go. Bye."
0: <laughs> Jesus. Okay. Music oh. for the it is a good students.
1: performance, though. I won't lie.
0: Uh, that, and that's all I'm saying, because otherwise, uh, Shine Down has one other performance that I think is that I think is immaculate I think it's great and that's a cover and they found a way to
1: put it together and ruin your
0: entire night I know and and I heard this I heard this for this has been out for years like I had heard this version of this song for years prior to going to the damn concert and then for them to cut their other best performance in half and then give me a bullshit acoustic version of this song I was pissed so
1: I got a question for you though why? Is Snuff
0: not on
2: here? It's not uh, on Snuff. No, there's no live version, okay. or, trust me, it okay. would yeah, It's only on YouTube. I could have swore we, we, talked we had about talked that about, at about that at one episode. point. Yeah. It
1: sounds familiar, but I was like, the fact that he picked this over Snuff, which I know is oh, one of your favorite, the- if not your favorite... A live yeah. performance. It, yes. Mike and I watched Hands that on.
2: on YouTube on one of our musescapades, and I was floored. Like I was yeah. blown away by that performance. It was okay. so good.
0: Well, it's, it's it's a good shout out, and it's not just snuff. I mean, uh, Isaac's Road, bother, uh, his Grateful Dead cover is really good. He sings SpongeBob SquarePants. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you, but you got to YouTube it. It's Corey Taylor live in London. So honorable mention, and yes, if that was available, I mean that that would have been a no brainer. Yeah, but. Um. All right. Wait. You know. And before yeah. we
2: move on, I would love for any listeners that are big fans of Shine Down or Finger Eleven or all the hard rock, Chad rock bands <laughs> that we just you. mentioned that we just chatted about and, and you know put down. Um. If you're offended, let us know. Gosh, bring <laughs> us the hate on on Twitter. Just please send us a message. No, I, send, I got into an argument tw- with somebody
0: over Corey Taylor earlier today. Outstanding. Like. Uh, so I forget the, I forget the, I forget his name, but he sang, he was the original singer of Slipknot and he sang on the EP, uh, 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 feed mate, kill, repeat, whatever the hell that's called. It's like eight songs. And, uh, he's still a musician. I don't know what his band is. I don't know what he goes by. I don't even remember. I wasn't listening to Slipknot in 1997. Um, and he announced on his tour in Australia and New Zealand that he was going to perform that EP in its entirety. And everybody was like thinking that was going to piss off Slipknot and Corey Taylor was going to get angry. And uh, Taylor shared his announcement, like uh, quoted his tweet and said, Hey man, uh, something to, I'm paraphrasing, but like hope you knock it out of the park. Like good luck, dude. Uh, You know, kill it. And, uh, Somebody was talking, said something, and I commented. I uh, commented, and I'm like, "This is why Corey Taylor is the man that he is." And somebody's like, "You meant to say was," and just <laughs> like, "Oh, he he started putting all that soft shit into Slipknot, and like he lost all of his hardcore fans." And I'm like, "No, he didn't, because I'm still here. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about." So bring your hate.
1: He's talking I, I about mean- the people that wear jumpsuits in public. <laughs> what the
0: fuck? Yeah, the
1: ones that don't wear deodorant—they're ICP fans now. Oh, the Juggalos! (laughs) Yeah, those guys. We need
0: to throw them in that category too. (sighs) Uh, I I don't know. Unacceptable behavior. See, and we typically don't hate on music. Like I try to hate on nobody except Kid Rock and MGK and ICP. And I ICP. think, ICP. I, think I have a way add longer list than you do. With people, I'm those are those well. Those would be my top three. Like you know, Stained. I think there's talent in Stained, uh, but I, I, you're never going to catch me listening to them. They got like two or three songs that I don't mind. That's about it. But like, I think Nickelback has more hits, like good music than anybody we just mentioned. And they that's fair. It's it's fun to hate Nickelback, and it's wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. (laughs) It shouldn't be that way. Nickelback's just a bullshit fucking rock band doing their thing. And like they they make hits every once in a while. They come out with a good song. But it's fun to hate Nickelback. And it's not fair. And I remember a long time ago. the uh, Nicholas
1: Cage of Rock. (laughs)
0: <laughs> that is extraordinarily Oh my accurate. god, Brad You were
2: <laughs> <laughs> Like knocked it out of the park Yeah, because anytime someone perfect. says they don't
1: like Nicolas Cage I'm like, you're a fool and you're only saying that because you think it's the right thing to say You unoriginal, <laughs> talentless hack.
0: You don't know what the unbearable weight of talent actually feels I like.
1: fucking love it. Nicolas Cage.
0: I I
2: absolutely love
0: Nick Cage. All right, so I'm the odd man out here. I don't absolutely love Nicolas Cage, but I can tell you, like if somebody says, is Nicolas Cage an overactor and crazy? I'll say yes. Uh, uh, Yeah, I'll say yes. you have you seen Leaving Las Vegas? Have you seen Lord of War? Those two... This fantastic movies. Amazing movies.
2: What I love about Nicolas Cage is that he's aware of how ridiculous his acting is and he just leans into it. Yeah. He's just like, I'm a meme. Yeah, all right, whatever. It's fame. I'll take it. And I'll just lean into it and continue doing I'll I'll continue stealing the Declaration of Independence.
0: <laughs> Look. <laughs> I, can't, Sasha, I can't do an impression, but I'll try. That's my impression from face off. When yeah. Sasha, when, when, uh, stuff
2: was a good movie. It was. No, it's not.
0: No, no, it's not. I'm sorry. It's not. I loved it when I was a kid, but don't watch it again or else you'll be like me and okay. you'll be sour. Okay. You know what?
2: That's a fair point. I haven't seen okay. it in like 20 years. I will remi- so. I'll <laughs> remind, I'll
0: remind you of one thing right now. At the, it happens once when John Travolta is now Castor Troy comes to the cell and, uh, Nicholas mm-hmm. Cage, mm-hmm. who is Sean Archer, Shows you how much I do know the movie. I still remember the fucking character names. Jumps on him and starts squeezing his throat. And at the end, when he harpoons John Travolta, he goes, die! That is overacting. And that is a spot-on impression. That's called classical training.
2: (laughs) I feel like that's a great... That, that's almost
1: as no. bad as Shakespeare as, as, like, the would have Vader. put that
2: man in no.
0: every production.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. It's not good acting. And Face Off is—I
1: don't know. I think you just uh, look good acting. I'm sorry, bad I mean, you acting. just played Shinedown for it us. It was entertaining. I don't like, think like, I'm going to take your word on <laughs> class and taste.
0: Even in movies, are you kidding me? I'm the Rick Rubin of movies, bitch. You just said Rick Face Rubin? Off is bad. It's not. It was good for the time. It fit because it was right on the heels of Carl: you're, you're like, what is are it? Re- it's No Citizen, re- Citizen Kane. Citizen Kane's an overrated movie. <laughs> I, I'm sorry to tell you, AFI, it is an overrated movie. Fuck your rosebud. It's a good movie, but it's an overrated movie. There are certainly much better movies out there. But I, I I'm a bit of a film purist, and I try to be objective. Okay, just like when I told you guys Took that Michael hard. Keaton was not a great Batman, I went and saw a flash today.
1: Was it butts?
0: Was it good? It was good. Is it, you can is, certainly is it tell. It's better than Aquaman. <laughs> yes, and, and you, can, you can certainly tell James Gunn put his influence on it because okay. everything that's ha- that happens that you're like, oh fuck, that's corny as shit, they make a joke about it like they've been doing in the MCU forever. Uh, yeah. Yep, yep, so you yep, can yep. tell, you can tell James Gunn, like took these corny parts, put them in there and then made a joke at it. It was funny. There was some comedic shit in it. I don't want to give away anything. No, uh, please don't.
2: I would love to see it.
0: The end is, uh, I'll just say this. Uh, you, everybody knows Michael Keaton and Ben Affleck are both in this movie. And yes. while Michael Keaton did a great job, once again, no, I'm sorry. Affleck is the better fucking Batman, and now you can see them side-by-side side in this fucking movie. Not fighting side-by-side, side, but they're both in the movie. I don't think they're... They're, they're not in a scene together. Which would have mm-hmm. been much better. I mean, what's better than mm-hmm. one Batman?
2: Two Batmans. Two.
0: Have you seen... <laughs> sorry, this is gonna keep
2: segueing. Um, humor has their, their various like game shows or whatever, and... They had an impression of a hundred Batmans, and then several, like I think, several months later, they did an impression of a hundred thousand Batmans, and it's hilarious. Do watch College Humor; it's fucking funny as shit. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's what I'll say. About we had Batmans. to, die.
1: we had to, like, get off topic a little bit to wash the shine down out of our mouth.
0: That is all accurate. right. Well, everybody, stop <laughs> acting like that was a bad performance. I can't believe you put us through that. Oh, my God. I'm a little disappointed. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you both. You know, Brad hasn't had a bad pick yet. I was Moose, to say, usually it's Moose's my head. Job yeah, to it's do that. Yeah, it's usually Moose that does that. Fuck <laughs> you.
1: <laughs> Fuck you. I think I have the perfect song to get that taste out of our mouth. And I think it's going to be, it's probably the most popular live idea of live music um, it's the Folsom prison um okay. Johnny Cash doing his live show for the prisoners it's more about the event than even the music, but there was something about that entire event and just watching it listening to it 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 feels like a whole different thing okay. sure. it's, yeah it's I mean, it's just a cool thing to do. it was so cool so Johnny Cash.
2: I'm for. I love Johnny Cash.
1: Yeah. I mean, and just going to a prison doing live music is the most badass thing.
0: Yeah. It's a power All move. Right. Folsom Prison Blues. Here we go. Uh,
1: I feel like Johnny Cash takes the award for coolest person to ever exist.
0: Yeah. That, that song uh, gives it's me a little PTSD. PTSD. It's a uh, performing this song twice a week for about six months. Gave me <laughs> a carpal tunnel in my right <laughs> wrist. Uh, and I had to quit the band I was in. Uh, God, but M- M- Moosh and I have talked about how, because uh, we both picked a Johnny Cash song for lyrics, I think on our lyrics episode, which was like episode like four or five, somewhere back there. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were discussing how, he doesn't. He doesn't have a great voice, like when you talk about singers, but he does because his voice is.
1: It it's got an emotion of, to it. It's, it's like a it's whole commanding. different thing. Yeah, it's a, it's,
0: it's, a, it's a it's a your grandfather talking to you.
1: Yeah, tell, telling telling you a story. Yeah, yeah. You would respect anything that man told you if he gave you advice. It could be bad advice, but it feels sage.
0: Boy.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's that's a great way to put it. Scissors.
1: Him and Sam Elliott, like if they sat yeah, down always, and they, they're.
2: They're oh, like, yeah, Sam yeah. Elliott is a great, great if, comparison. Yeah, I mean, if, if they're like,
1: you need to, you know, uh, go hide your wife's uh, Cheetos, I'd yeah, be like, you know, that is great advice. That is the greatest never, thing I've ever
0: heard. That's going to that get you murdered in wrong. a Ford. <laughs> yes, never
2: never <laughs> tell your kids you have a secret stash of Oreos. Yeah, <laughs>
1: like, <laughs> It's like, I would now like etch that into a book that I is like, this is. Things I can never forget. I was no, told it, this dude, by a great it, it, it a t-shirt.
0: It works. I mean, Fords aren't bad now over the last like 8 to 10 years, but Sam Elliott's been saying, built Ford tough for about 20.
2: Yeah. <laughs> and we him. that it.
1: That man sells me more things than I could count. <laughs> <laughs> you God, know what you need in your God Ford? beef.
0: You gotta go get some beef. Homegrown down in the heartland of Texas. Yeah, telling you. But it's I so, love yeah. Sam Elliott. Oh, dude, especially especially in the ranch. Oh wait, actually, oh, the there, there's a movie. Yeah. There's a there's a movie. It came out in the early 2000s called We Were Soldiers. Ghost Rider. It, oh, it's him. No, it's him and Mel Gibson, and he just plays a grumpy like sergeant or whatever in the military. And like, there's this kid. I barely remember this movie. I just remember there's like there's one line where this kid's coming out and he looks at Sam Elliott who's walking on the other side of the street towards him and he's like, uh, he's like, oh, it's a beautiful day today. And he cuts him off and he goes, how do you know what kind of fucking day it is? And he just keeps walking. And he's like, <laughs> dude, oh, you know wh- what's- what? Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, there, I, I I don't remember. Where's the other one? He, he's like, oh, it looks like it's going to rain. And he's like, what are you, the fucking weather man? <laughs> Angry Sam Elliott is the best Sam Elliott.
2: I He's still I don't know. I love Sage, uh, Sam Elliott, because like think of like all the way back in nineteen ninety eight when the big Lebowski came out. That was out. where I was gonna go. Yeah, yeah. like he had he looks Zasparilla. identical. Dude, Sam Elliott today looks identical he to aged. what he did. He hasn't age at all.
3: It's he looks idiot as a Same, Same-
2: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. But he plays that character of just like well I don't think you should do that, and you're like, Alright, well fuck, I guess I won't do that. You know what I mean? Like it's just like it's one of those things. It's like, oh wow, this. Are you real? Are you an angel? Are you just some prophet coming to tell me how to live my life? Like out of nowhere? And it's like, okay, yeah, I'd believe it. If I heard it,
1: I'd believe it. Be like, yeah, "Yeah, if there's God, he's he's speaking to me now, and it's just Sam Sam Elliott in the (laughs) the ceiling going, "Don't do that," and I'll be like, "What?"
0: So (laughs) let, let us let us also not forget Virgil. From Tombstone, yeah. Oh, fucking Tombstone! Oh, right now, I'm all right. I got a story to tell that may get me in trouble. Sam Elliott's not speaking to me right now, telling me not to do it, but he is warning me it could cause some problems in the future. <laughs> so, okay, so there there is a big chance that I have a relation to Sam Elliott. Really? Yeah. I found this out. I found this out only a few years ago. So. My grandfather, uh, who's actually not my grandfather, he was, uh, my grandmother had five kids, and he was the dad of four of them, but not my dad. Uh, He was my dad's stepdad, but we all called him, you know, he was grandpa. And he was very much, uh, his tone from what I remember, because he he passed away when I was like six, and his tone from what I remember is very similar to Johnny Cash. He was what they would call a Rolling Stone. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Like, he had family members all over the place. He no owned, He owned a, like, chain of gas stations. Like, not all named one thing. Just, like, small gas stations all over the place. And he owned bars. And so the guy, all apparently, uh, from what I hear, the guy always had a joke. Because he spent all of his time in bars and at gas stations off dirt roads in the middle of nowhere. And he had a ton of them in Texas. So there's, like, there's two different main families. But this guy got around so much that he got a call from one of his daughters in uh, Texas saying, Daddy, I'm so happy. I met the man of my dreams. I'm going to get engaged and I want you to come meet him. He's going to call his parents down too. And this is a very small town in, in Texas. I think it was like Colleen, Texas. And uh, then a few days later, his son called and said, Daddy, I I got something to tell you. I met the girl of my dreams, and a whole stop had to be put to this. Oh yeah, yeah. Now boy,
2: <laughs> this doesn't sound like Texas. This sounds like Alabama. Well, Sorry for our Alabama up, listeners. This, <laughs> I don't want to point out any names it's, or countries. Ser- hey, somewhere hey, it's,
1: in the Appalachia.
0: <laughs> we 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 don't make up these stereotypes. We just repeat them. Um, <laughs> so. uh anyway the other main family uh he had gone away to start the family with my lineage and this guy showed up in like his mid-20s and the the woman the other grandmother that i'm not related to got pregnant and when my grandpa showed back up she said hey you were gone i don't know where the hell you went and i had a relationship with somebody and i'm now pregnant by him and my grandfather took this guy and like raised him as his own and uh, he's still alive I'm not going to mention any names Uh, but she about 20 years later was watching a movie called Tombstone and saw the dude that hooked up with her for a little over a year and then went off to be an actor in LA and that was Sam Elliott
1: Hmm. I would too I don't
2: blame her. I mean, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, who wouldn't? If right? Sam Elliott said, Yeah, you're, you're like, the girl take, of my take dreams. Take I'd be like, Yes, I am. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. You
1: said it has to be
0: true. Yeah. Has.
1: Mercy to... me. <laughs> yes.
0: Would you like to hop on my Ford and bear my children? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Are be you filthy? It's Ford what's tough? for dinner. <laughs> <laughs>
2: good lord
0: fucked off road dead
2: (laughs) wow uh I'm gonna do my best to find a segue for this (laughs) oh yeah um
0: our episodes have been off the fucking rails lately yeah my bad yeah yeah. I'm the one that just told a whole Sam Elliott fuck story. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Allegedly. allegedly, 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 allegedly.
0: Rumor has it. <laughs> Rumor has it. Exactly. We treat them like stereotypes. We don't believe them, but we do repeat oh.
2: them. You know what's an interesting story?
0: More than that.
2: <laughs> more than maybe, maybe not more than that. But another uh, uh, interesting story is. Mike, I gave you the um, on our first Force Fed. Yeah, you did. And you loved it.
0: I did. I still do.
2: Good. I'm, uh, that makes me happy. That really brings me joy. And I, you I haven't loved
0: anything happy. I've given you. I mean, I even gave I'm you Shinedown this episode, and oh, you're, I don't see any effort coming out of you.
2: I'm, I'm doing my best. Um, I'm going to go with the Decemberists again. Um, uh-huh. This is a live performance. They have an entire album uh called We All Rise Our Vo- We All Raise Our Voices to the Air. uh fantastic album filled with fantastic songs. Um the I don't think it's a closing track but it's close towards the end of the album, the Mariner's Revenge song, which is a brilliant song, one of their most famous songs. I don't know if you've heard it, I imagine you have.
0: I don't think I've ever listened to a 12 minute and 15 second Decemberist song. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm not game, but I don't it, believe it, so. It,
2: the, the song, the song necessarily isn't that long, but there's a lot of audience participation, which, as we've learned thus far, in this oh yeah, episode, no, I hate that. You yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so it's cool <laughs> when Decemberists do it. Apparently, okay.
2: Yeah yeah yeah. So audience, uh, as you're listening, uh, or if you're on other platforms not Spotify. Look up the Mariners' Revenge song live by the Decemberists. Uh, when you're done with our show, it is a fantastic treat. It is a journey, and it's it's one of my favorite songs to sing, play, and listen to. Mariners' Revenge song, the Decemberists. Listen, if you're still here. I applaud you. That is such a journey of a song to go on.
0: I've never heard a double bass on a Cajun before.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's an actual drum set.
0: Oh, was it? It was, yeah. Oh. But they
2: have so many instruments. They had the violin. They had the accordion. They had a banjo in there at one point. They had a mandolin playing. Like They had everything
0: their their orchestration of their music is fucking flawless it, it, it uh, yeah it is so um
2: cinematic everything they do is so cinematic it, it,
0: it's funny it's funny you say that so uh, as, as both of you know uh I I got uh coerced into uh, being a DM. For Dungeons and Dragons for the very first time with my very, very limited experience.
3: Mm -hmm. And one of
0: the things I was thinking of, like, I still have some writing to do and I need to find background music to put in. I have playlists for you. Perfect. Because, well, that's all I was thinking about was D&D while I was sitting here listening to this because I'm like, I need to do my writing to this. It's very...
1: Gangs of New York.
0: Yeah, that too. Yeah. Sure. That fits. Uh you know if there's a different Sam Elliott, uh it's Bill the Butcher from right. uh played by the great Daniel Day-Lewis. He's on that Mount Rushmore of
1: people's advice I'd take even if it's bad.
0: And the, <laughs> and and the mustache of Bill the Butcher. Mm. Listen, we can't all have a great mustache,
2: but at least one of us here in the studio does.
1: Appreciate it, man.
0: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> me you asshole <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I'm the moosh for a reason
0: Oh wow He just tried to take your nickname
2: Violently twirls mustache He's <laughs> like a villain Yeah
0: yeah. The The orchestration of the Decemberists is great And everything they do is cinematic Because every, I think you've told me But also everything I've ever heard from them Is a story And most yeah. of their albums are like concept Um and there or at least like every song has a story to it. And I I love their sound and I love what's ah, fuck, what's the lead singer's name? Uh Colin Malloy. Colin Malloy. I usually don't like what are they called, diphthongs? where they, yes. like, bend a vowel or whatever. I usually, like, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not a fan of that in, like, pop music nowadays. I don't like the overall sound and how... Billy Eilish came out doing it, and now everybody else is doing it. It's well, annoying it's, to it's,
2: me. Yeah, it's, it's been a thing for a long time. Like, you can think of, like, country songs, uh, country singers oh, as always doing, sure. like, a... Darling? There, like, it's like, there, okay, calm down <laughs> with your... There, there's, there's,
0: yeah, but there's, like, a style in, in vocals, the way pop's doing it now. But what's crazy is, like, I... Love the way he twists and bends his his vowels around yeah yeah yeah, absolutely yeah it's a it's a very cool style and uh no I I love Colin Malloy and I haven't gotten around to listening to another Decemberist album but I do listen to um uh Her Majesty especially Mm -hmm. Shanty of Arethusa I fucking love that's my you know what time it is (laughs) like that it does have that moment for sure yeah, when he does the So good night, boys, good night. For, yeah, oh, and it's like come, time.
2: Yeah, it comes out. Yeah. Um mm, I recently got um uh the Crane wife, Crane wife on vinyl, and it is phenomenal. It's such a great like I hear so many more things when you have it on vinyl rather than just like hearing it on on any other platform or CD or whatever.
0: You know, like, you're right. Brad and I went to our vinyl group this morning, and I got American Pie. Oh, nice. And, yeah, I, I, I've heard some very different vocal. I've heard that song a million times. Everybody that grew up in the 90s with their dads listening to classic rock heard that song at least once a week. Yeah. But there's different, like, vocal just. Uh, f- like inflections and things that he does that I've never heard before until I listened to it on vinyl today. But Brad, you went home with a fucking stack. Oh, what did yeah. You, what'd you get?
1: Um, I got some Van Halen, I got Ozzy, um, I got some Patsy Klein. Oh, shit. Right. um, I got the uh, Dr. No soundtrack. So, so the wait, original. What,
0: you're say- what you're saying is. You have her records. Is that what you're saying? Yes. <laughs> call, call, call back to her. fifty. What, cents. I don't remember what episode is that. I fifty cents or fifty cents, coin?
2: Yeah.
1: What?
2: Wow. And I was. And then I also got. Um, Wait. How's the pressing? Is it good? Is yeah. it warped at all? Like, how's the record? I, I haven't
1: cause... gotten a chance to listen to it. I came home and I started playing Diablo. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but hell. tomorrow I have the day. I'm gonna go through my records. Um, I gotta get a. Something to store them because of right now. They're just in a giant stack. I I Think I need to buy something to store. I I, I probably have close to a hundred records now and They're just when, in a when stack. When you
2: say stack, you mean they're not like on top of each other like a tower, right?
1: Well, n- not all of them in one tower.
2: Okay, I'm gonna need <laughs> you to put them vertically yeah. Okay. And go on to the cut music podcast uh, or the cup and go to our affiliates page and buy yourself some record sleeves and a record storage uh, crate.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's available on our in the shop. We have yeah. the shop with all of our merchandise and then we have our affiliates page, which uh, will have Amazon links to a bunch of different stuff, including vinyl. Yeah. And it sounds like one of us needs to take advantage of that.
2: Yeah. Brad. What are you <laughs> doing? Have you been to our website? Get it together, man.
0: I've heard good things. Jesus, oh fuck. My God. <laughs> I'm taking your face off the website. That's it. You're fired. Jesus. <laughs>
2: You're fired.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
2: Holy anyway, Christ,
0: great pick, yeah. Moose. Is it my turn? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Okay, so speaking of crowd participation. All right. So they're, they're, motherfucker. Spotify is acting up on me
2: uh yeah crowd participation w- for sure because the december song we just listened to had a ton of crowd participation <laughs> yes
0: but crowd participation with melody involved okay, um, okay. so when i was 20 20 ish somewhere around there i listened to uh the metallica snm album for the first time mm-hmm. and i listened to it with headphones on and i was blown the fuck away i don't really care for james Hetfield's voice that he decided to use to sing maybe it's because it was their first time doing a symphony this was back in like 99 uh he thought he had to like his voice needed to be clear and not normal like like yeah yeah not not a whole lot of that it was it was very it was a lot of head voice but it was like a lot of head voice without tone i just i didn't really like the way he sang on it It, yeah kind of like that (laughs) um but otherwise instrumentally i was like blown the fuck away And my love for listening to crowd participation came from uh, Memory Remains because there's the old lady that does that stuff in the background. The crowd (laughs) did it and that shit fucking killed me. Um, So I'm not going to play the the song that actually did that for me. I'm going to play the one where I'm actually in the background because this is Memory Remains with the San Francisco Symphony off of Metallica SM2 2 from 2019, which I was actually at. So I'm oh, in shit. that crowd somewhere. Here we go. Mommy. So, yeah, that was it. 2019, San Francisco, the very first show, they opened the new Chase Center. And you knew it was the first show because there was still that like plastic like shit that comes off the side of of glass. So like all the glass paneling on the balconies and shit still had that stuff peeling off of it. Got to oh, do the, the glass, the glass? Yeah. Yeah, it was hey, awesome. I'm, man. I'm pretty yeah.
2: sure I heard your voice.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I'm sure I'm in there somewhere. Yeah. I've, I, you I'm weren't even screaming. You were guy. just talking. I'm not Talk. a loud person. Yeah. So it's kind of surprising to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't talk loud. I don't really have opinions. Uh-huh. So, uh-huh. Uh, but what was actually pretty cool about it was uh, they had like, so the stage was a big circle right in the middle, but the circle was broken into like three different rings mm-hmm. and they, they rotated so slowly that you couldn't see them rotate. You would just notice like four songs would go by and you were looking at like the side of the band and like this part of the orchestra and then you would notice like oh shit like wait a minute hold on when the fuck did that happen so <laughs> then then you're in the fart
2: zone you're like oh, <laughs> god <laughs>
0: damn <laughs> well they they did a pretty good they they did a good job with that uh i saw the smashing pumpkins there and it was a traditional setup with like one end of the stage uh but yeah dude that that concert and i remember i took my sister to that concert and it was her second concert she had ever been to it's and i like one to go to you're gonna blow your wad. Like it's over <laughs> for you after this. So like a week before this concert, we saw Smashing Pumpkins at uh Shoreline, same place I saw Shania Twain. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. so like one of her favorite bands, she sees the pumpkins. A week later, we go and, and watch that. And then her next concert I was like Slipknot. And I'm like, You're you're done. Like there's no one else to see. Nothing's especially this <laughs> Everyone else concert, is dead. Like, Everyone else is dead, as we've you know, gone over on the show here so far. Yeah. Uh but yeah, fucking dude, I'm a whore for strings and symphony and metal and goddamn that the the version of one on here, fucking hell. Don't get me started. It's too much.
2: Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. that. It was it was nice. It was kind of um it was well balanced for it being a live live performance. That's one thing I noticed. Like I really enjoyed, I enjoyed everything about it. Like there wasn't like too much of like, now it's your turn or now you sing or you take. Over. Like th- he didn't say that <laughs> once. It was just they just knew implied that like uh, Headfield would step back and then the audience would just fucking sing. Like the end, of the last what fucking minute and a half, two minutes was just audience singing
0: perfect. along with the symf- along with the symphony. Along with yeah. the symphony,
2: yeah, it but was just I'm, perfect.
0: But I mean, the difference is is like you know like memory remains came out in uh, 94 i think mm-hmm,
2: uh mm-hmm. and
0: like everybody knows when like you, they play master of puppets like the crowd's going to be saying most masters like right. most most like so you 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 build a thing but i love it because because like you know that person that did that part is not there so the crowd takes over and does that part for them and it's a good it's a great blend but i mean like i remember listening to this whole album for the first time memory remains is by far nowhere near my even top 10 favorite metallica songs but like this live version fucking love it yeah
2: and another thing i want to mention too is kirk hammett's guitar tone oh,
0: oh yeah so good when when, when that I, came I in
2: dream of having a tone when i play guitar that like it comes anywhere near his tone and quality it's so good
0: and there was there was a lot of variations because uh, they I mean they covered a lot of different albums at this concert and you could uh, like I had a guy next to me that that was a guitar player and he, so apparently Kirk has used a different guitar on every fucking album or like damn near and this guy that was sitting next to me was like oh this is going to be whatever song they're about to do is off of Injustice for All I could tell by the you know fucking the guitar uh, he picked the up? guitar the guitar that. Somebody brought out and gave to Kirk Hammett in between songs. Like, yeah, his—that's uh, insane
2: I, attention to detail. A, I, don't I know, know how close you're sitting. B, and like, I was first row.
0: Fashion. I was first row of the first balcony, so we okay. were pretty close. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that was that was that was an amazing concert. Goddamn, Bradley. Hmm. 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 I was just saying.
1: Uh, so I owned. Uh, S and one, and I actually bought it the same. T- well, I bought it from a garage sale. The same place I bought my next song, uh, a VHS actually.
2: VHS?
1: Yeah.
0: Well, I was I was poor. Uh, I sh- hold on. I should have been more like Moose and mentioned I have the S and M two concert on vinyl. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Got it, Moving got it. It's got front, front and line. center. Like, it's on my top six on the wall, front and center. Oh, so yeah. W- what did you get, Brad? I bought probably
1: the, I would say, one of the most popular, not Woodstock, but it's way up there as far as, like, yeah. you know what it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. I, even if you're not into music, if someone says, this concert Iconic series. moment.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Um you're going to know what it is and it's uh the Live Aid from 1985. Um and we got a, a band that I'm actually surprised has not been on here yet. Um and have unfortunately we not. We I, I don't I, think I, we ever
0: have. You you know what though, Brad, this is a perfect pick for the perfect episode. Yeah. Yeah, to premiere them on. And I mean
1: unfortunately I have to say RIP once again. <laughs> yeah. Um but Freddie Mercury the voice of a God it. it's I don't think it gets better than that I don't I don't know yeah. of anyone that can do what he does right there's other talented people but there's no one that's on but that level none
0: of them were born with extra incisors
1: no <laughs> <laughs> and I, I got the Bohemian Rhapsody uh and Radio Gaga I think they it was like they put them together with the song um it's by Queen It's fantastic. Uh, Really good live. It's, it's so unfortunate that there's just so many concerts that we'll never have gotten the chance to see. Nor yes. will we see again, unfortunately. But, like, there's these moments, thankfully, because it's been recorded, we can witness it. But could you imagine?
0: Zeppelin, Madison Square Garden. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking... Most most of the unplugged. Yeah. (laughs) Oh,
1: absolutely.
2: I was just thinking, too, about, like, again, the guitar. Brian May on guitar is just, like... So underrated. the, The tone. Like, how are these, like, legends just finding these tones that just fit perfect for everything that they're doing? Like, it's just, like, between Bohemian Rhapsody and Radio Gaga, completely different. Tones on guitar, like I'm sure he has mm-hmm. a giant fucking pedal board that's worth you know ten thousand dollars or whatever. But like, god damn, I was just blown away by the sounds of the guitar alone. Not to mention the rest of the band. It's Mercury.
0: So, uh, just there'll never be another. Yeah. No.
1: It's I, I don't know how you ever compete with that. Like, who was it that they tried to get to replace? Or was oh, uh, Tori Lambert? Lambert, who's, uh, Adam Lambert. He's got a wonderful voice,
2: fantastic and
1: voice, he, and he does great. But there's, but it's not
0: Arnell Pineda to Journey. Yeah, Arnell <laughs> Pineda to Journey. Like Steve Perry's regarded as having you know one of those voices. Yeah, like, yeah. maybe yeah. not up there with Mercury, but like up there. And you know, they found some you know random dude singing karaoke in a fucking bar somewhere, and
1: which is awesome. I love that for him.
0: You know, yeah, but Brad,
2: so that's happy a for badass him. story.
0: Yeah. Right. Actually, Brad, I can help you with this. About a year ago, here at the State Theater, I went and saw a Queen cover band and they fucking murdered it.
1: Yeah, I'm well, I, I I get that there's people that can maybe hit some of it's just there's a whole energy. There's a whole that for, man right, encompassed. The, the main, it's, it's like it's, rock. It's He's a Mercury's, rock star. Uh
2: vibrato. Like, his specific vibrato in his voice is so unique to Freddie Mercury. Like, I haven't... Yeah. I've never heard anyone... Like, I've heard somebody, hit, like, hit the same kind of um, vocal fry and, like, tones that Freddie Mercury can hit, but Freddie Mercury's vibrato and all those other things aforementioned and like that combined strut. is just... And the mustache. You got Yeah, fucking mustache, guys.
0: Something about that, man, was thank, special. Thank you, Brad, for bringing... The mustache to the show. Yeah. You bring a lot to the show, but... Facially, mustache is most
1: important. I mean, bring the, I work bring hard the on facial. this. <laughs> Do you know what I spend on wax and oils a month?
2: I will oh murder you.
1: <laughs>
2: Liquid cement. I have idea. a special <laughs> tiny comb. Butter. Guys, listeners, <laughs> they're just making fun of me because I style my facial hair. And they just have crummy little beards that they <laughs> happen to wash once a week.
0: Little... It, dude, if you audience, if you go to YouTube, you'll you'll get an idea of what we look like. And Bra- Brad is the one that has the the mustache. No! And Moosh is the guy that looks like You're a homeless person. That- <laughs> it's a
2: misdirection.
0: Rock hard misdirection. God, you guys
2: are driving me insane.
0: Because <sighs> Brad's mustache is so beautiful. It, it, I, mean, I feel bad oh, that we, you know, it's a wonder. It's the eighth wonder wonder of the world. God damn it. We don't have to wonder what he ate last. (sighs) No, I I keep it in there.
2: (laughs) Saving it for later. Louise. Uh, Uh, My next pick. Is it my turn? Am I going next? It's It's your your last pick. My last pick.
1: You have to follow up, queen. I'm sorry.
2: Fucking criminal out here. Always picking bands and artists that sound way better than the ones I want to choose.
0: Actually, Moose, my my final pick and yours go very well together. It's a very strong
1: playlist today. I think so. I think everyone... I think the weakest one, obviously, is Shinedown. But other than that,
0: every... I, I think if you're going to talk bands, of course, Shinedown is the weakest on here. But as far as live performances go... That's a great live performance, and I knew, I knew you two were going to go a bit older. And I and I always leave room in my head older. for something weird that Moosh is going to pull out, which in this case was the uh, yeah, the, the, the But you surprised me with your next pick. I uh,
2: haven't. Have we had a chance to play Incubus?
0: Is my next pick. that, that was my challenge. other thing. I was like, I'm we, surprised it hasn't been on here more. Uh, more yes. Incubus, uh, Mexico was on. We a had Mexico. That's right.
2: So my next pick being Incubus. I've seen Incubus f- three, four, three, four, four times in concert. Um, amazing. One of my favorite all time favorite bands. Uh, Brandon Boyd's vocals is right up there with legendary status in my opinion. I think he's a phenomenal singer. Mm-hmm. Um, this. Is Drive. This is their big number one hit song. Everyone's heard this song, but I almost guarantee if you're not a big Incubus fan, you haven't heard this version of it. This is uh from them playing live in Sweden back in 2004. Uh, the Annexit Stadium, I guess, it's live at Annexit, Stockholm, in Sweden, 2004. Incubus Drive. Dude,
0: I love the piano. It was oh, yeah. So
2: that is a um, it's a Fender Rhodes that Mike Enziger, the guitar player, is actually playing instead of playing guitar. And it's added a
0: totally different feel. It's
2: such a different vibe. And then this is right when um, or a few years after Ben Kenny, the bass player, joined because they had um Dirk Lance, uh, was their original bass player from like their the '90s uh albums and then Ben kenney joined who I think is a phenomenal bass player. He's done a bunch of other projects and solo projects and joined a bunch of other bands while still touring and working with Incubus. And um they also switched out uh DJ Life, who was also around in the early 90s with DJ Kilmore who was like the guy with like the fucking long ass dreads down to the fucking <laughs> ankles. Like not DJ Khaled? No, not not this is the DJ been. Khaled. DJ no? Khaled was like in fifth grade when this when this came out, like <laughs> <laughs> And still looked
0: the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's still like the you know, Photoshopped uh, facial hair. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, Incubus is one of my all time favorite bands. Um and this song when when I heard this version, it always threw me for a loop because like you can hear in the audience too, like you hear the bass line coming in and you hear like the E the piano um come in. And then once Brandon Boyd starts singing, the audience is like, Oh shit, it's this song and they start singing along, yeah. like it takes a moment for them to like catch on. Yeah, I love this. It's one of my favorite performances. That's it definitely great. felt way it's different and I liked yeah. that. Yeah. I love when, when the same artist like covers their own song in a different style or different mood and Incubus yeah. has done that a few times.
1: Familiar yet different, in like in the best ways.
2: Yeah, yeah. And Brandon Boyd's voice is always a vocal icon of mine, where I always strive to kind of have his vocal, uh, tonal qualities. He's in, iconic. In you can yeah.
1: always tell it's him. Like he's he's got one of those voices. He's singing on anything. You're like ah, oh, yeah, it's
2: him. Brandon
0: Boyd. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I was I was driving. Uh, I see what you did there Oh fuck I didn't even mean to Uh (laughs) I pun when I don't Actually yeah okay Uh, I I I was driving the other day And I heard I miss you For the Mm. first time in a long time I haven't listened to that song It's probably been a few years And uh, then I Immediately opened up Spotify When that song was done And put on the this is uh, Incubus playlist on Mm -hmm. Spotify um, yeah, his voice is iconic, but it's also just versatile. You think of like uh, Megalomaniac, yeah. and you you know these like harder songs that he does. Like we've talked about how early Incubus is pretty similar to early Chili Peppers, which is like garage band rock, yeah, uh, kind of like funky garage. Yeah, and then and yeah, then you mix. have these you have these like alternative songs like Drive, and then you know we've talked about Mexico, which is. Uh, fucking like i don't i don't know it's way more intimate but it was very similar to like the tone of this version this version was great yeah i love that
2: and i always i always implore our listeners to like find incubus on youtube or any of their performances they've had live at red rocks you've talked about that we talked about that before uh we've had like their live um uh they did an album Not recently, because this was, like, fucking six years ago now. Uh, But they did, like, uh, their HQ, like, Incubus HQ. God, I think that was, like, 20... Maybe it was 10 years ago, like, 2013, (laughs) 2014. Fuck, time is a weird thing. Um, But that was a great performance all live at their, like... They have their own, like, um... They kind of mimic their performance for... I don't know if it was MTV Unplugged or one of those, like, VH1... Uh, performances they did.
0: Storytellers.
2: Yeah, like something like that in the early, early 2000s. They did another one of those in the 20 teens and it was really good. More intimate. Like they had like an audience of like 200 people or something. Like it was really small. Um, considering they sell out stadiums. Mm. So, (laughs) still. Yeah, it's just like, it's cool that Incubus does like these, um, they do huge concerts. They go to like on big tours and they also take the time to like, Hey, let's just have a nice intimate night of incubus. And it's just fucking, it rocks. It's so good.
0: They're on my list. I I do want to see them. And unfortunately I lost, uh, the, the, the battle, but probably for good reason. Uh, they're going to be at aftershock, but I'm not going and Brad, I I know you're still debating about going, but we're not going. If you do go, we're not going on the night that Incubus is going to be there, because I forget who else was playing. But like I was stacking up the day we're going versus the day Incubus is there, and it just wasn't worth it. Otherwise, yeah, because Godsmack's
1: I, playing that night. Are they? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. You know or is it? Or is it?
0: Shit. Seriously, is it, I'm pretty it sure. That? I'm
1: pretty sure Godsmack. So I wanted to see Death Clock, uh Baby Metal. Turnstile again. I mean, there's there's several good bands that night, but I was all like, Ugh.
0: "No, that." I mean, that's the one we're going to. That one's got Corey oh, Taylor on oh, it and Corn. Oh,
1: okay, then it's a. Di- I think God's. It was a diff- It was you a different night, going. but
0: yeah, Corey. You know what it was? Was like I saw Corn two years ago, but what made the decision to go on the Saturday of After- AfterShock was Baby Metal, Death Clock, and Corey Taylor. Mm, yeah,
2: those are but I, mean, good, but I, good options. Not gonna but lie, I no, have that's to, a great concert.
0: I gotta put up with with Pantera though. Um yeah, worth Phil it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go take ai d I'm gonna go take a break and just drink somewhere. So um and I don't know what I'm gonna do during three eleven. I, I I promised my cousin that I'm going with that I would give him a shot, but from what I've heard so far, I'm not gonna be a fan of three eleven. <laughs> but I'll tell you who I am well, a fan I of.
2: Say, <laughs> I would say that Pantera would be interesting considering Zach Wilde passed away, didn't he?
1: No, it was Zach, Dimebag Daryl and, and then their drummer uh, Vinnie Paul is also dead too, so it's that's like... That's
2: Dimebag passed away,
0: that's right. Yeah, uh, uh, Zach Wilde's uh, Black Label Society and Ozzy in the early days. I'd go so see mid, that over that, days. easily. Yeah, Stillborn? it's yeah. Yeah. a badass song. That's a great riff. Talk about um, a
1: walking piece of shit Phil Anselmo, so...
0: Yeah, I, I'm gonna walk, i We're gonna go get beers while everybody else is you know, whatever, whatever the hell Phil Anselmo's up to. Um, but I, I'll tell you what band I do love that I have seen twice, and I was talking about them earlier. Fucking Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, yeah. I I heard horrible things about Smashing Pumpkins' life, like terrible things, and I have seen them twice now, and they didn't disappoint on either one. And I wanted to find an acoustic version of Tonight Tonight live because that's what I got to see the last time I saw them, and it was fucking incredible, but I couldn't find it. Uh, so we're going to do from uh, Airplane Flies High from uh, the 90s. It's a live performance that they did in New York of Tonight Tonight. It's not acoustic, but it's the closest we can get because I was like, I was thinking about my favorite concert moments mm-hmm. uh, for these last two, and I'm like, Oh, that was definitely one of them, but nah. What are you gonna do? Live so.
2: from New York, it's tonight. Ooh. Tonight, <laughs> <laughs> starring
0: AD Bryant. There we go. <laughs> I mean, we're we were talking about artists that are just they have a voice that you can't mistake for anybody else, and and while I would not compare, Corgan. To Mercury, I will say uniqueness. I think he pretty much takes it.
2: You like nobody can sound is. like
0: Billy fucking Corgan.
2: No, no, not not on no, no. I agree with you.
0: So I, I like I said, my cousin and I went to go see them. Uh, I think it was November of twenty two. So last year. And uh, I said it wasn't acoustic, and what I meant was, is the performance we saw was just an acoustic guitar. This one was very much still an acoustic, more unplugged performance. But it, g- like you know, just like with Drive, there's a whole different feel to it because we don't have like the drum rolls and like mm. the strings and everything going in the background. Like it just it gives yeah. it gives a song a very a very similar tone to the original, but still different. Fucking love it.
2: You know what's interesting is I've mentioned before on the show in a previous episode that I'm not the biggest fan of just listening to live performances. Um I think we talked about it on like our gym playlists, our yeah. gym music.
0: Yeah. cuz I played like, oh, I played oh, a live version of listening. duality and yeah. yeah.
2: Cuz you're like I love listening to live performances when I'm at the gym and I was like I just it takes away from the experience. I I don't know, I, like I, to I just watch. don't live Yeah, I, I love to watch live performances all day but for something like I don't particularly enjoy live performances in just like listening to it in the background like it's just distracting to me
0: but in the, in the background I'm with you I would have to be paying attention to it or yeah. using it as a metal song to like enrage me at the gym mm.
2: right 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 like but like I would say that finding pics wasn't very hard um, for this episode, I didn't have a whole lot to pull from that I would that I felt worthy to showcase. I had like maybe six or seven songs that I would be that would be worth putting on. Mm-hmm. Um, but my cut is my cut. But like, I enjoyed because when I listened to the performance, I just didn't choose one song. I would listen to the entire, you know, record, the entire playlist, or whatever it was on Spotify. And listen to each song in sequence, and then be like, "Okay, this was my favorite song, my favorite performance from this live performance that they have." And of course, we had to draw from what was available on Spotify. Yeah, because uh, we all three of us, I'm sure, had picks that were on YouTube. Oh, I mean, tons. We, we mentioned we mentioned some already on the show, and it's just like <sighs> it's a shame that like not every great, magical, perfect performance is captured on something better than somebody's 2005 fucking BlackBerry. <laughs> uh, but I mean, some
1: are, though, and that was what drove me nuts because, like, Dallas Green doing a cover of Nutshell would have been yeah, on that there.
0: Yeah, that's it, a phenomenal It's
1: so cover. good, and it's yeah, it's a good recording. Amazing. And I was like, it's got to be on here, and I searched, and I searched, and I was like, maybe I'm just using the wrong... I, I, I tried keywords... As, yeah, as like an old person, Dallas Green singing.
0: <laughs> I, I didn't. I How didn't do, you do find
2: things on this program. I, I
0: didn't do a whole lot of research on Spotify. I just did some thinking, and mm-hmm. I I wanted to pull from my actual concert experience. But the problem is, a lot of the like we've talked about Red Rocks so many times. Oh, and I know. Should have. It doesn't. Had, we should have on there. We should have had Red Rocks on here. But the one thing that I really wanted to do was Gary. And Gary Clark Jr. Yeah. and no Red Rocks, and I'm like, fuck, which right. is insane because it's yeah. such
1: a good venue. You would think that's they a would just perfect pull it off venue
0: for him. And fuck, if that could have been another concert that I could have played on here and been like, and I was there, that would have been. You know great. what though? You know
2: what? Think of, uh, Lincoln Park releasing their 20th anniversary for *Meteora*. Yeah, they had two live performances, full concerts that they released with that 20th anniversary. Mm-hmm. So it took them 20 years. Since the album came out, since they were touring to release live performances from that era. Mm. So I'm just saying, I mean, if you were at the concert and you happen to see some cameras floating around or flying around or on zip lines or whatever, like it could be released one day in the next 20 years. <laughs> yeah, someday. 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 Just not this day.
0: Uh, not today. But so, no, uh, th- I again, as always, we end up with a pretty good mix on here we got some old stuff some even older stuff and then uh, some new things and everything in between this worked out so uh okay, yeah, that's yeah. A good episode yeah this has been our live it was fun live question mark <laughs> live question mark <laughs> episode so i uh, hope you guys enjoyed it once again follow us on twitter and youtube at the cut music one and for everything else thecutmusic.com we have been your hosts, mike and the moosh and brad
2: and brad, and brad. <laughs> <laughs> we
0: should we should try to harmonize that one day so it sounds like an actual radio show. I'm and here for Brad.
1: It's like an old like KKTVs.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Awesome. <laughs> Perfect. Alright, cool. See you guys next week.